Do not be anxious. But there's so much to be anxious about, isn't there? So much to be anxious uh, about your life. Uh, so much to be anxious about for those you love. Does God really expect us in this world not to be anxious? Does knowing Jesus really mean that I won't be anxious anymore? What difference does it make? How do I make this a reality for me? Well, during our series, Growing in Prayer, we saw that the key to prayer is depending upon and delighting in God. And this soul song, Psalm 3, shows us that it's the same key. The same key to coping with worries and anxiety, depending upon and delighting in God. You see, King David had plenty to worry about. You see there in Psalm 3, uh, when he fled from his son Absalom. We saw in 1 Samuel that King David had lived through a civil war against King Saul. Now he was the king, but now there's a civil war against his own son. And he's on the run again. His own son has stirred up the army against him, and David has had to flee Jerusalem. And many are saying, God will not deliver him. Now, I wonder whether David is saying the same. He has got plenty to worry about. And yet, he says in verse 5, he's able to sleep. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. How can he sleep at a time like that? Is he just ignoring what's going on? Does he pretend that it doesn't matter or it's not happening? Is he just a glass half full sort of guy? Now it's clear in this psalm, in this soul song, isn't it, that he faces the things that should worry him and he names his worries. Verse 1, how many are my foes? How many? Verse 6, there are tens of thousands of them arrayed against him. And he faces his worries, he names his worries, and he cries out to God with his worries. He cries out because he depends upon God and delights in God. Have a look at verse 3. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. As a king, of course, David has a shield around him, his army. As a king, of course, David has his glory, his throne and his palace. And David at this point has just lost both. But David still has a shield. And he still has his glory. For you see there in verse 3, his shield is not his army, but the Lord. And he trusts in the Lord for his future. And his glory is not his throne, but the Lord. He delights in him above all things. He delights in knowing him above all things. And he knows that that glory cannot be be taken away. 
I was talking to someone a little while ago who was worried about their finances. How are they going to survive? What was going to happen in this current crisis? I asked them, realistically, what's the worst that could happen in all of this for you? They said to me afterwards it was a helpful question because it helped them to crystallise their fears and their fears actually weren't that bad. The worst that could happen wasn't that bad. But there's no way I'd say it to David at this point. What's the worst that can happen? I could lose my throne. Worse than that, I could lose my life and God's people will be torn apart by civil war. But David says, I could lose my throne. I could lose my life. But that's not, worse. that's not the worst that could happen. No, the worst that could happen actually can't happen. For he cannot lose his glory, his relationship with his God. That's what he delights in the most. And so he can face his worries. He can cry out to his God because he depends upon God as his shield, and he delights in him as his glory above all things. So even though he's got so much to worry about, he remembers and he prays to his shield and his glory. And you see there at the end of the psalm, he cries out to God to deliver him and to bless his people. And with that confidence... David can say, I will not fear. He's able to sleep. You and I have plenty to be worried about, don't we? In this COVID-19 crisis, we're worried about the disease itself, getting sick and dying. Many of us are worried about losing our jobs and what that would mean for our house and our family. And there's so much change going on and change makes us anxious. And all of that is on top of normal life, isn't it? Where we're worried about sickness, we're worried about money, we're worried about our relationships. We're constantly thinking the what-ifs of life. Or in the middle of the night, we think about that conversation that went wrong. And we wished we'd said something else. There are so many things to be worried about. And we worry especially, I think, when our shield seems weak. When the things that we trust in to protect us don't seem so strong, whether it's our money or our job or our health or our ability to fix things. We could try and ignore it. We could try and pretend, and there's plenty of songs for us to do that. You can always look on the bright side of life, or don't worry, be happy. But we have a father who doesn't want us to pretend. No, like David, he wants us to face our worries. He wants us to name our worries, and he wants us to cry out to him. He wants us to depend upon him as our shield, to delight in him as our glory. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in every situation, present your petitions, your requests to God. Are you doing that?
with the things that you're worried about right now. You know, we have even more confidence to cry out to God than David did. King Jesus had plenty to worry about, didn't he? His foes rose up against him, and as he hung on the cross, they were mocking him, let God deliver him if he wants to. Did Jesus pretend? Did he ignore his worries? Did he really sing, you can always look on the bright side of life? No. Now he cried out to his father with his worries. Because he depended upon him as his shield and he delighted in him as his glory. And he trusted God to deliver him from his worries. And his father did. His father delivered him, not from death, but out of death. And he's now seated at the right hand of God. And so he's delivered us from death. And brought us so many blessings to all his people. So we don't just have a father who wants to listen to our worries, who cares. We have a father we can depend upon and delight in, we can depend upon him as our shield. In Romans 8, it says, We know that God is at work in all things for our good. No matter what we're facing, no matter who our enemies are, we know that if God is for us, who can be against us? He who didn't spare his own son, how can he not graciously give us all things. We can depend upon him. And as we delight in him as our glory, as we value knowing him above all things, what a comfort it is to know who can separate us from the love of God. Shall trouble or hardship or whatever else it is that we're worried about? Will they separate us from God? No, we know that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. So when we depend upon God and delight in God, we can face our worries. We can cry out to God with our worries because we know he's for us. And we know he will never leave us. So we can say with David, we can decide, I will not fear. Will this deliver us from all anxiety? Will I never feel anxious again if I'm really trusting in God? Sometimes it's right to feel anxious, isn't it? Sometimes we need to feel anxious to do what we need to do. As we'll see in a few minutes as I chatted with my friend Paul about anxiety. Sometimes in life there are situations where it's right to be anxious. When you see a snake in front of you in the grass, you should be anxious. When you've got an exam tomorrow, it helps to be anxious. You'll do better if you're a little bit anxious in those situations. And some of us, some of us have lives that are more stressful than others. And some of us, it's just the way that our body is made and our brain is wired. 
we feel more anxious than other people, and that's okay. We will continue to struggle with anxiety in this world. We will still have sleepless nights. You see, when God says, do not be anxious, it's not a command where he's telling us off. No, it's more like an invitation. I was listening to a talk by Josh Wilson, who many of you know just recently. He was talking about that command, do not be anxious. He said it's more like an invitation. It's more like when his little girl, his three-year-old, comes and is crying. She's upset about something. And he puts her on his knee, he says. And he says, don't cry. And it's not a command. He's not telling her off. He's not going to send her to her room if she keeps on crying. No, what's he saying? He's saying, tell me. Cry out to me. I'll listen. I care. And I might be able to fix it. Come, he's saying. And our Heavenly Father is saying, come. Come with your worries. Come with your anxieties. And as we depend upon him as our shield, as we delight in him as our glory, it may not take the situation that we're worried about away. It may not take all our worries, our anxieties away. But we can face them. We can face them with him. What a great song this is for sleepless nights. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love us to name our worries, to bring our worries to you, to cry out to you with our worries and to depend upon you and delight in you. Father, we know that that won't take all our situations away, that there will be still things that we're worried about and that it won't always stop us feeling worried either. But Father, help us to cry out to you. Help us to come to you with our worries and to so learn to depend upon you and to delight in knowing you above all things that we're able to face our worries with you. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.